ready. Get ready to smash through a table, throw up the ropes, and come begging back for more. In this corner, we have Adrian Headache Heaven, and in that corner is Nick Powerhouse Clown. Ready? I hope so. Hey listeners, this is Adrian Headache Hedden. This is Nick Powerhouse Potter. We're here for another edition of the Ringmasters podcast. We're going to be talking about all the news and everything going on in wrestling. Um, especially headed up to WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Last week before WrestleMania, the it's show only, of all shows. It's only like five days away now. Five days away. It's um, it's you know, it's a pretty important Monday Night Raw, a pretty important week. So let's get right to it. We're starting with NXT as usual. Yeah, uh, the biggest thing, the biggest takeaway from NXT last mm. week was there's the big match between Alex Riley and Kevin Owens. Mm. Of course, mm-hmm. Owens dominated the entire match. Absolutely. And then took to beating up Riley outside the ring when Finn Balor showed up. Mm-hmm. And Balor, Balor got the edge over him. Over Owens? The first wow. sign of weakness we've seen over Owens. Never seen Owens uh, manhandled. Owens did escape the finisher and got away, but... Ugh. This is this title match between Kevin Owens and Finn Balor is looking like it's going to be devastating, and I cannot wait. Two two pretty good. Um, Balor's a bit more quicker, but both pretty mm-hmm. pretty street smart, big mm-hmm. brawlers. Oh, yeah. So and two guys who have dominated the indie scene for the last mm-hmm. five six years at mm-hmm. least. Kevin Owens, Finn Balor. I mean, what else more can you say? It's going to be a slobber knocker, as JR mm-hmm. used to say. <laughs> it's going to be a slobber knocker. NXT. My God. So yeah, I mean, like we always say every week, NXT as a product. It's so consistent. It's it's it's. I I would say as a weekly show compared to Raw, it surpasses. Oh, probably yeah. Yeah, but at the same time, NXT is not really advertising anything on the network, which is kind of what Raw is for. Uh-huh, I feel like yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was a great match. Um, just can't wait to see more of these young talents come up to the big show. Mm-hmm, definitely. Um, speaking of the big show, SmackDown. SmackDown. Uh, there wasn't a whole lot going on in SmackDown, mm-hmm. but what was good was really good. There was a gauntlet match with the right. Intercontinental. Uh, cast of characters, which was phenomenal. Yeah, this intercontinental scene, this whole this whole storyline with this big ladder match coming up, has just kind of pitted all these all this great talent against each mm-hmm. other at once. Yeah, it's so one I of the see some really great matches. It's one of the best booking things that have happened recently. The Daniel Bryan, Dolph Ziggler. Mm-hmm. I mean, what a great match that oh, was. It was raw. Yeah, so we we started off with uh, Ambrose and Stardust, who went at it for a while. Mm-hmm. Ambrose won. Uh, our truth came in. It was a real quick move there okay. to to eliminate our truth. I think our truth well. is really a contender for this. He seems to just kind of be the oh, comic relief of the whole no, storyline. He's, he's not a contender, but he'll have a couple <laughs> high spots. He's still he's still he's uh, real solid in ring. He's yeah. real athletic. Yeah. He's just there kind of for a bit of buffer. Mm-hmm. You know, instead of having someone who maybe doesn't have the experience, we've got a uh, a, f- a for sure guy who will. Uh, he's he's gonna you know show up. In a big way. Yeah. He's not going to win, but he's going to have his good spots, and then he'll get out of the way like he should. Okay, so Ambrose made quick work of our truth and then went on mm-hmm. to face Luke Harper. And Harper still looking real strong yeah. after that Wyatt split. Yeah. Just crushed Ambrose. Luke Harper is killing it right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you can say what you will about him, love him or hate him. Most people hate him. <laughs> he's pretty creepy. Um, got the big beard, the big mm-hmm. sweat stain. I love oh, that part yeah. of his costume, that big sweat stain that's yeah. always there. And, yeah, not only is he power moves, you know, big boots, uh, power bombs, all kinds of, of power moves, but he's quick as hell. He's surprisingly quick, and you don't expect big guys like that to have yeah. super kicks like that. But. Yeah, uh, the, the ones that are, the quick-moving big guys, someone mm-hmm. like Kane or The Undertaker, yeah. I mean, those are always very successful. Even even Wyatt himself is a quick big mm-hmm. guy. Yeah. Okay, so then Harper went out to face Daniel Bryan. How, how'd that go? You know, I mean, the quite big a mesh guy, of styles, you the know. The big guy and the small guy. And 
very it's very get, technical. It's got to get pretty high to land, to land that flying knee. Oh yeah, and, <laughs> but but boy did he! The <sighs> thing was, he actually eliminated Harper with an ankle lock, which isn't something that you see. An ankle lock. Yeah, it was a submission. Uh, well, I mean, not exactly. It was... It was a laying down ankle lock? Yeah. Nice. Because you have to modify it being as tall as Daniel right, Bryan is, yeah. which is not very, but yeah. Right. Rolled it through. Ankle-based ankle submission to get oh, rid of so Harper. Harper taps. After crushing Ambrose, Harper taps out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, of course, in the finale of the gauntlet, we've got Daniel Bryan, Dolph Ziggler. The match that has been... Uh, they've been doing this match a couple times mm-hmm. now. They've it's been teasing it. happened a few it. times. They did it on Raw... SmackDown, I mean, Ziggler versus Bryan is a match made in heaven. And this segment was crazy. There were so many high spots, and right. and like a good match should have, you never really knew who was going to win. And right. there were a lot of solid counters. It wasn't just kicking out of finishers for no reason. Right, yeah. It was, there weren't that many finishers. Mm-hmm. It was just the build-up to them that was so solid. And, of course, Ziggler and Bryan are two of the fan favorites, two of the best in-ring performers. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't even think it's because they're, that. I mean, obviously people really like Bryan, people mm-hmm. really like Ziggler, they're charismatic, but you take away those personalities, I think just watching them in the ring oh, yeah. builds a lot of appreciation mm-hmm. for these guys who, who work hard, who, who sell moves. I mean, I don't think I've ever seen someone sell a move like Ziggler. Oh, God, no. Ziggler and Rollins. I think it's knocked out. He is out. Ziggler and Rollins are so phenomenal at selling, and no one's even close to him. I mean, yeah. I mean, the shades of Ric Flair on some of those. Oh, yeah. Screaming and the yelling (laughs) and the the biting the tongue. You know, Mm -hmm. it's agonizing to watch. So Uh, that match ended up. uh, Ziggler did beat Brian. The zigzag. Yeah. Yep, this is oh, exactly God. for the win. It, God, was, love that it was beautiful. He just comes up from behind. It's almost like a RKO in reverse. Mm-hmm. Just comes up from behind, pulls him down. Out of nowhere. Yeah. All right, so SmackDown. There was a main event on SmackDown, though, was was there not? Uh, Yeah, it was supposed to be Roman Reigns and Mark Henry versus Seth Rollins and... Just tag team. Yeah, Kane or Big Shot, I don't remember <laughs> who it was. Yeah. Uh, but then they ended up beating up Mark Henry backstage, so it was a 2v1. And Roman Reigns... Did what I hoped wouldn't happen. He he pulled a Cena. He's mm-hmm. Superman. He uh, overcame the odds and won the handicap match. Well, what else does anyone want to see anymore? I mean, these gang gang up matches with Kane mm-hmm. and Big Show are so tired. You just have them beat people up. J and J security come in, but beat people up and then they still lose. <laughs> the one man still overcomes, and that's kind of boring. Like, give us a little so bit of weakness over out over. of him. Make him seem more human than just. He wins every single match. The thing about Reigns, though, is he's going to that WrestleMania match against Brock Lesnar. So I think, you know, we're a little too close to that to have him losing to people besides Brock Lesnar. Sure, but two SmackDowns beforehand, no one's going to remember. That's true, yeah, that's true. But like I said again, I mean, Roman Reigns is, you know, he's going to be, they want him to be the man. Mm -hmm. They're pushing him up to take on Lesnar. Um, having him beat Big Show and, and Kane in the handicap match, I think, was, was pr- probably a good move for now as far as, you know, you don't want to make him seem too weak. At the same time, you, you got to worry about the weekly product. You don't want to make it too boring. Yeah. I see what you're saying there, but I'm glad Reigns took that. I can't see any sure. other outcome really happening. The problem was the booking itself. Yeah, it, it wasn't uh, a good match no. to really hype anything up. No. And the thing is, if you want Reigns to be this top guy... The fans right now are not necessarily having it, and you need to book something better to make them want it. Right. And yeah. you're just giving us the same match over and over again. You're going to hurt him Put more him in the one-on-one with Seth Rollins, you know? Yeah, it's that would be... a grudge match on Raw to pre- preview WrestleMania. That would be terrific. That's a problem with that. I think they're saving that for later, though. Oh, I can hope. <laughs> okay, so back to uh, Monday Night Raw. Um, kick things off with Sting coming to the ring. Sting kicks off Raw. Who thought we'd be saying that? Right. Uh, and Crow... And his promo, and God, Sting. go over some of the things he says. Because really, I think 
And every we love Sting. We're glad that Sting is coming back. It's so much fun to watch. I can't wait to see him actually get in the ring. Um, mm-hmm. Scorpion Death Drop seems just as harsh as ever. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, the thing with Sting and Triple H is that, like, this match has been 15 years in the making. Mm-hmm. It's almost sat for too long mm-hmm. when you think about it. I mean, it's almost like Sting is just kind of there to just to be an antithesis to Triple H. Sure. It's sort of like, what is the grudge, really? And and I think I'm glad they're doing more of these promos leading up because you can kind of get more of his mm-hmm. personality and what, what his problem really is with, with Triple H. My biggest issue with this rivalry is that when mm-hmm. we had Sting show up, it was just pointing and staring, and there wasn't any actual story. He's good on the mic. All of the things that happened were just us assuming what might happen. And mm-hmm. it seemed like for a while, WWE was just coasting on the novelty of Sting. Right. And they weren't actually building a story. And then it took at least a month for them to start getting into this, oh, fall of WCW, he's out for revenge type thing. Right. And it now seems like they're just going, oh, no, that was definitely our plan the whole time. And <laughs> it, it doesn't seem like it was because they didn't have anything for a while. They were just right. hoping that Sting would be enough, and honestly, it was. But now that they're trying to sell a story, they really need to sell it. And as much, as great as Sting is, without needing to talk at all, he is still great at talking. He's great on the mic. I mean, some of the things he's saying about Triple H, you know, Triple H needs to be stopped, Mm -hmm. and I'm the man to do it. Mm -hmm. There's so much passion in that, and Mm -hmm. it really sells the rivalry It's it's not just, I don't think about WCW, I think it's this whole authority. Yeah. You know, Sting came in, he saved John Cena, Team Cena won that match. Mm -hmm. You know, the authority lost power, and then... The authority got its got it back, mm-hmm. and then they fired a bunch of people, and Sting came back so they could get their jobs back. You know, Sting's either gonna, you know, he's gonna help John Cena, he's gonna help top the authority, but eventually, I think he's got to get roll up his sleeves and get his hands dirty a little Definitely. bit. That's what's gonna happen here. Roll up his sleeves, pick up a baseball bat, and just <laughs> see what happens. Mm-hmm. See what happens. Okay, so another kind of lukewarm Orton versus Rollins and J and J. And the thing was, uh, the it, next match. yeah, it was Orton versus Rollins and J and J, but Rollins. I don't think was even in the ring once. <laughs> it was it was all J and J and Rollins running away. Mm-hmm. But Orton still looks dominant. Yeah, which is really good for this rivalry. You've got the dominant, uh, vengeful babyface against the cowardly heel. And Orton's a veteran at this point. Oh yeah. That's the thing about this return is before when he was in Evolution and leading up to to when he was with the Authority, he was always kind of the younger, sort of up and comer. You know, the mm-hmm. future. That was sort of how it went, I guess, with Evolution. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Ric Flair was the past, Triple H the current, and Orton and Batista the, the, the future. future. And now it seems like Orton is the present. Mm-hmm. And he's, Orton's going against the future. Yeah, exactly. Orton is, um, he's saying he's not done yet. Mm-hmm. And, you know? and I believe him. I, I, be- too. I believe I've him. never believed in him as much as, as now. I mean, he's he's coming in. He's That beatdown a couple weeks ago, Seth mm-hmm. Rollins, that was the most brutal thing I think oh, we've yeah. seen in a long time on any show from any wrestler. Post-Legend Killer, this present Randy Orton is my favorite. Yeah, absolutely. He's uh, you know His Viper thing is now pretty well established, so it's believable that that's who he is and that's his gimmick, and he's not overdoing that really. Yeah. Um, he's just here to get the title, I think. I think it definitely boosted the yeah. anticipation going up to the big Orton Rollins match at WrestleMania for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just to see Orton just take the kick the crap out of J and J and just posture a little bit more. Here's what an arcade looks like in case you forgot. <laughs> uh, next, next big thing we Why had. Put the women's title on the line in Raw. You don't see that. Uh, Nikki and mm-hmm. Brie Bella said that they would put the Divas Championship on the line for either AJ or Paige, but they had to decide, which was clearly a ploy to get them to fight between themselves to right. make it easier for them to win at WrestleMania. Yep. It seemed like a pretty simple solution. They quickly agreed that Paige would have it just because AJ's been gone for a while. Okay. But in that, in the middle of that match, we've got um, Paige and Nikki start brawling on the outside, mm-hmm. and Brie goes to get involved. AJ throws her around, and then... AJ thinking that Nikki's coming up right. behind her accidentally 
elbows Paige in the Hit face, Paige in the face, causing yep. Paige to lose the match. Much knocked her out cold. Then Paige uh, starts attacking AJ after the match. Seems like they're gonna split. I don't. I don't know. These two have always been tense, though. You know, they've gone back and forth a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been partners. They've been enemies. I mean, all going back to the Raw after WrestleMania last year, where Paige showing up trying to congratulate AJ ended up stealing the Divas Championship from her mm-hmm. in her main roster debut. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, Paige versus AJ is a great match. Oh, yeah. You know, those two can go for, like, 20 minutes, Every I think, time. And they'd be great. Um, it's kind of sad to see the big match at WrestleMania is going to be a non-title Tag match. Mm-hmm. Not sure really what the point of that is. Not really sure how that's going to advance anything. Seems like a match made for Monday Night Raw or something like that. Yeah, my my biggest hope for it is that it will just lead to a title-based rivalry post-WrestleMania. Yeah, I that'll think be that's, good. that's the most we can ask for. The program over the belt, that'd, be, that'd make sense. Mm-hmm. All right, so after that, we had a pretty interesting segment. You know, big, coming off last week's Wiz Khalifa debut, we had Snoop Dogg in the big ring. Big guest star Snoop Dogg, and D-O, I had a lot D-O of double G. I had a lot of hopes because the last time Snoop was on was on Raw was back in 2007 where he clotheslined Chavo Guerrero, mm. and I had seen some of this Twitter nonsense where Curtis that, Axel yep. Curtis Axel was throwing some jabs at him, and I yep. was hoping there would be a fight, and there was a bit of one where Axel comes out spouting off Axel Mania and doing his silly Hulk yep, Hogan impression, yep, yep. and then Snoop calls out Hulk Hogan and himself, it, and Hogan actually comes to the ring to put a mm. stop to this Axel Mania nonsense. And he uh, Hogan hits Axel. The Babe, Ruth of, the Babe Ruth of pro wrestling. And Snoop the throws Axel legend. out of the ring. Hulk Hogan. Rips off the weird shirt he's wearing to reveal a Hulkamania shirt underneath it. They do the poses. And my favorite thing about this, I mean, the segment as a whole was a lot of fun, but Snoop looked like he was genuinely having the most fun oh, of yeah, his life just watching yeah. Hulk Hogan be in he the ring. He was so pumped to be there right next to Hogan in the WWE ring. Mm-hmm. Hogan only delivered, like, he only did, like, one punch to Axel, mm-hmm. knocked him out, yeah. like, one punch. Would have liked to see the leg drop, but he was wearing jeans. I don't, <laughs> to, I don't want to fault him for that. I, I imagine if Hulk Hogan does one more leg drop, we're going to break some <laughs> hips, so I'm not putting that one past him. <laughs> yeah, one more. But That'd be, like, the three millionth leg <laughs> drop in his career. I think he's but as, good. But as much as Daniel Bryan's purpose is to be, like, the underdog, to be like he's the audience as if they were a wrestler that's how it felt seeing Snoop up there it's like if Mm -hmm. I was in the ring with Hulk Hogan I'd probably be as ecstatic as he was too so that was just really really fun to see it was really good um I liked it because Snoop didn't, you know, with, I was a little worried that it was going to be like the Wiz Khalifa thing where mm-hmm. he performed for like 20, 10, 15 it was, minutes. It was at least 10 minutes. And, and it, it just was, didn't work. No, it didn't. It just didn't really work. He had a little backstage stuff, but I'm glad Snoop actually came to the ring mm-hmm. and actually cut a promo and did a segment. I, w- yeah. I wish Khalifa would have done that. Honestly, though, I, I just don't, I, I don't think Khalifa has the star power that Snoop Dogg has oh, to be in the ring oh, with God, no. Hulk Hogan. you got to be pretty good and um, glad to see Hogan back hopefully we'll see him at Wrestlemania hopefully he's going to be inducting the Macho Man so yeah he'll be there Mega Powers back and after that fun segment we had something very very disappointing a uh, a rematch of what happened on Smackdown that I didn't choose to talk Swagger about Swagger Rusev again oh no 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 before that we had uh, Tyson, oh. Tyson Kid Cesaro and Natalia uh. versus the Matadors and El Torito we were just going to glance over this one the In, interspecies yeah. Six person, six species tag. How do they? I think they that? called it like a six being six, interspecies. Inter, yeah. Basically, the, the rule is that if Natalia's in the ring, so is Torito, because I guess a woman is the equivalent of a midget. A, I guess is person. the rules here. Yeah. I, so we have we have two men and a woman versus two men and a midget, and the women and the midget are supposed to be or the, the little person. Yeah. Excuse me. They're supposed to be competing for some reason, and I, I just it's silly. I just don't get it. You it's know, so dumb. 
And on SmackDown, uh, Natalia got the pin on Torito. And right. woo, congratulations, I guess. But on Raw, Torito rolled up Natalia. And why is this happening? Multiple time women's champion. One of the best female wrestlers I think Natalia I've ever seen. Natalia is so talented and is just being wasted more than anyone has in the past couple years. More than anyone, yeah. Just playing, uh, like. Th- Third, basically third fiddle if you think Tyson Kidd and then and then Cesaro's yeah. kind of his sidekick and you got Natalia in there just kind of being the just the the, the wimpy kind of wife like <sighs> woman character and it's it's very sexist and you know while we have a, the women's division I think is kind of struggling for talent you got Natalia who should be competing for that belt Natalia and Naomi just and acting Naomi as props as well yeah for the Usos one of the Usos' wife and they they should just be they should be fighting they should be competing with with Paige and AJ Lee mm-hmm I mean, forget about the Bella Twins, Paige, AJ Lee, Natalia, and Naomi. And yeah, Naomi. Make, make that a fatal four. I'd watch that. Bring someone up from the from the NXT. Charlotte, yeah. Sasha Banks, give us give us something more. That's a women's division that like people would be proud to watch. Yeah, know. you know they could have twenty minute matches. My other big issue with this, I think this is like the second victory that Torito himself has gotten in the past month alone. <laughs> Torito should not be getting actual wins. Unless they're against Hornswoggle, which was just a silly comedy match, but in the WLC match, in matches that are supposed to be real like this, building up to title matches at WrestleMania, yeah, El Torito should not be winning things these, on his own. And these are this is the tag team division, you know. We got WrestleMania coming up; they should be having tag team matches, just straight up tag team matches, yeah. just getting ready for WrestleMania. So forget about this silly stuff. It's time to get down to business, I think. With yeah. WrestleMania. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a dumb gimmick, and it needs to end. <laughs> yeah, especially the tag team champions. You know? mm-hmm. God. So yeah, then we had um, Swagger versus Rusev, and which was the barely second a Swagger match. came out, I knew he wasn't going to win. It was it was barely but a I match. I don't think he's going to win. And the main point of it wasn't for Swagger; it was that uh, you know Rusev without Lana was just going to be merciless on Swagger. He's to the looking point, even more sadistic than before. To the point where Cena will come out, and then they can do some fighting, mm-hmm. and Rusev. You destroyed know, Swagger. I say yeah, pardon pardon the the phrasing here, but Rusev crushed Cena. Real bad, you know, throwing him into the post, throwing yeah. him over the table. Yeah, like, it was brutal. So Rusev puts Swagger in the acolyte and holds that, and he taps out, goes unconscious, and he just, just, it, he almost like got pulled him, pulled on him harder. You can mm-hmm. almost see him like doing it harder after, after Swagger had passed out. Yeah, just waiting for Cena to come out. Just waiting. I love that about Rusev. He's just like just. Oh, he's a monster. Just calling out Cena. Just he just John Cena. You know, mm-hmm. starts screaming and. So eventually Cena comes running out because he's just like, okay, I'm here. And mm-hmm. Rusev took took him to task. I and, mean, Rusev. And this segment ended with Cena passed out on the announce table the announce with, like, a whole team of, dura- of doctors surrounding him. And it just makes Rusev look even stronger for WrestleMania, which is exactly what he needed mm-hmm. at this point. So you think we're going to see any more Lena? What's going on? What do you think's going on with that? I mean, he was pretty upset that she put him in the match. Uh, well... Are, are, are we talking? Are we talking uh, kayfabe or no? Because I think Lana's filming a movie. Oh, uh, okay. Is that is that where they probably wrote her out a little bit there? Yeah. yeah okay. I think uh, so. Maybe Rusev on his own for a while. I think it's actually a weird combo. I think it's Lana and Edge huh. are are doing a WWE Studios. Interesting. Movie. But but story wise, yeah, it's that she decided the match for him, and he's not happy with that. But uh it's hard to say when she'll come back. I it, like Rusev on his own. But but she is also great. He's a good mouthpiece, definitely. Yeah. But Rusev, his promos been getting better and better. You know, he's been talking he a little bit more on the mic. I think he's, I think he's, and especially what we saw on Monday, his expressions, mm-hmm. the aggression, the just the pure sadistic nature of him. Sure. I think that's going to prove to allow his character to stand on its own a little more. Yeah, he needs, future. he needs to have uh, 
nothing holding him back for a while. I definitely agree with that. Mm-hmm. I want to. I want. I almost want to see uh, Cena take the belt at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, defend it for a while and, and give some more credibility to it. Like we're hopefully going to see with the ladder mm-hmm. match. And I, I want to see Rusev. You know, next next year or so go after the the world heavyweight the championship we'll, we'll definitely talk about that once we get to wrestlemania Rusev predictions russa versus lesnar oh boy can you imagine well <laughs> speaking of lesnar the uh the very very end of raw lesnar comes out this was a little odd and they're talking about reigns and then reigns comes out reigns actually doesn't say a word mm-hmm. and then lesnar just holds the belt in front of him and then threw it to him and then reigns grabs it and then Lesnar tries to get it back, and it's, it, it's yeah. a silly tug-of-war, which, with how much this has been building up, this was a, a really poor choice, in my opinion, to mm-hmm. build it further, was just a tug-of-war, which made them both look like stubborn third no graders. No Paul Heyman in there. This is my belt. No, I want it. It's kind of the first segment in this storyline, yeah. too, without Paul Heyman, yeah. which I, has really been carrying You've this. got two big guys in the middle of yeah. the ring with no mouthpiece in the middle. I just, I just want them to punch each other. They should have a knockout draw. I Show mean, me some real draw. physical aggression before this huge match. Yeah. Huge match. By far the biggest thing Roman Reigns mm-hmm. has ever done at this point and probably going to be one of Lesnar's biggest matches even you know, throughout his career. This is still going to be a big thing. And second WrestleMania in a row. And they're just, it's a tug of war? What is that? Yeah, it's like, what's what's the point? I mean, it's and, and Lesnar has made it clear that it is not about the belt. Yeah. It's about him being champion, him being dominating. He, he flipping. I, I mean, I, it seemed to me like he almost just let Reigns grab it from him, like he wanted that to happen. Like yeah. He was like, just take it. I don't even care. I just want to hurt people. Yeah, it was, it it wasn't my favorite way to end the show, but the stare off can be good. I mean, you think back to um the Rock and Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania. The segment the night before that WrestleMania was them just staring at each other. And that that's, turning to the audience. That's staring, one thing. But this the silly tug of war is what is what got me annoyed. Was that they're just kind of idly pulling yeah. at this belt instead of actually doing something intimidating. A lot of tension, though. A lot of tension. This match has got a lot of build to it. We're yeah. going to see... This isn't going to hurt it too much. If Roman Reigns is going to is going to take out Lesnar or Lesnar is going to mm-hmm. keep dominating. So, so that, that was the end of Raw. It's just sort of... I thought it just kind of cut off with them just sort of staring at each other. Yeah, right a in the awkward. middle. A little awkward. But overall, I think Monday Night Raw was a good build-up for yes. WrestleMania. I think it's come come quite quite further since the build-up for Fastlane, which was kind of poor. Yeah, that was, that was you know? a real... A week build up to a surprisingly good pay per view. That's true. Yeah. WrestleMania, though, we can't have surprisingly good. We need to have good. We need to have the best show of the year. That's Great. what it's supposed to be. Yeah, exactly. All right, so that was Raw. Um, Over the past week, we've had two yeah, we more. More about the Hall of Fame. Two more inductees mm-hmm. into the Hall of Fame. Uh, I can take one. You can take the other if you want. First, we have Tatsumi Fujinami, yep. who was a former junior heavyweight champion, a former international champion, first man to ever have the IWGP title and also the NWA title, mm-hmm. which he took from Vader and Ric Flair, respectively. Those are some pretty big names. Those are pretty big wins. To, yeah. For someone to take down Vader back then, yeah. during the NWA days, during mm-hmm. the WCW days, the Vader was unstoppable back yeah. then. I mean, when he came to WF, he sort of kind of fell off the map a little, but mm-hmm. back in those days, like late 80s, early 90s, oh yeah, Vader was unstoppable. I mean, the Texas Deathmatch against against Cactus Jack, you mm-hmm. know, that whole program. And then, of course, Nature Boy Ric Flair. I mean, this guy's beaten some of the best. Yeah. And, you know, Fujinami, they call him the Dragon. He's one of the biggest names. He's basically the Hulk Hogan of Japan. So while a lot of people may not be familiar with him, it's still great to see him go in there and maybe people will look him up a bit more because, mm-hmm. boy, does he have some great matches. I went and watched a couple over the weekend. Like, some of it, yep. he's had so many matches with Flair, and they're all just classics. Was that in Japan that they fought mostly? or Mostly, yeah. Yeah, Flair over in Japan. Yeah, mm-hmm. that must be cool to watch. 
Yeah, the other induction, obviously one of the um, most popular wrestlers of all time. Mm-hmm. One of the most, uh, storyline-wise, one of the most innovative oh, center yeah. of some of the best storylines, Kevin Nash. Big Daddy Diesel. Big Daddy Cool Diesel, absolutely. Um, you know, unstoppable. I'm one of the first guys, I think, that was in the ring that you saw on a regular basis, a main eventer. Mm-hmm. Seven foot two, seven foot one. Yeah, huge. Huge. Huge guy. Starts out as Shawn Michaels' bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Um, took the Intercontinental belt, took the, took the heavyweight belt. belt. Yeah, WrestleMania, was that 13? Uh, 11? Right maybe? around there, yeah. Yeah, somewhere around there. Kevin Nash, headline WrestleMania. Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. solid jackknife powerbomb. He oh, won the title God. of WrestleMania. Yeah. Don't forget that he, he he won the title of WrestleMania, which it's one thing to have the title, but mm-hmm. to win it at WrestleMania. Only a few people yeah. get that. Beat the legend Bob Backlund in, what, six seconds, I think yep. it was? Yeah, it we, was ridiculous. Yeah. Well, he won the title, yeah. I mean... The jackknife powerbomb, I mean, it's different than a regular powerbomb. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, uh, Kevin Ash hoists them up. I mean, they're about eight feet in the air. Eight, nine, it's devastating. And he just takes a step back and just drops them. Yeah. He doesn't even hardly follow it. He doesn't even fucking need to. Mm-hmm. You know, he's seven foot one. He's um, big daddy cool. I mean, he's he's unstoppable. Yeah. Um, and obviously after WDF goes on to NWO, mm-hmm. him and... Uh, him and uh, Scott Hall. Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, both... Um, Defected from WCW or to WCW, mm-hmm. everyone thought it was one of the greatest storylines. It revolutionized oh, the yeah, whole industry. For sure. Changed what it means to watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. Became must see TV. You know, they thought that um, people thought that it was WWF taking over WCW, but it was the opposite. It was mm-hmm. WCW taking over WWF yeah. and stealing their talent. No one knew they'd actually left right. beforehand. So these two guys were taking over at NWO or uh, WCW for for several months before Hulk Hogan mm-hmm. then joins their faction. God. I mean, you talk about Kevin Nash is right in the middle of the Hulk Hogan heel turn. He's been the so heel turn. he's been pivotal in so many huge things just throughout professional wrestling as a whole. Yeah, some and people say he almost ruined the industry. You know, it's very contentious <laughs> that you the curtain call. You know, yeah, you had Shawn Michaels and Kevin Nash, Triple H, and was a Razor Ramon in the ring. Yeah, one, two, three, kid, maybe, and and it's a cage match. It was an untelevised match. But at the end, you know, the heels and everyone just hugged at the end because mm-hmm. Kevin Nash and Ramon, Razor Ramon knew they were leaving for WCW, and these guys were all buddies that have traveled together, and they just hugged it out in the ring, and yeah. um, they called it the curtain call. It was the first time when people knew that wrestling wasn't exactly what they thought it was. Yeah, that there were some more stuff going on backstage than people knew. Kevin Nash, one of the one of the originals. Mm-hmm. And just great to see him. Oh, I'm real happy yeah. to see him go in. And actually, a year ago when they announced Scott Hall would be going in, the first thing I said was Kevin Nash next year or else Riot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I mean, to have a, a group, you know, with the Macho Man, Randy Savage, obviously, Larry Zabisco, huge oh, yeah. legend. Um, Alundra Blaze, you know, a lot of these good, you know, 80s, 90s wrestlers are mm-hmm. sort of starting to move up, I think, in the generations. Yeah. Kevin Nash, I think, one of the one of the newer wrestlers I've seen in the Hall of Fame. I mean, obviously, aside from Rikishi. <laughs> which I'm glad that they added Nash because I thought that and Rikishi was great and all, but I just don't see him as a Macho Man Randy Savage or a Larry Zabisco type of guy. Hey, quit picking on him. <laughs> I have to keep defending him every podcast. I had to defend him every week on SmackDown when I used to watch it with my parents and I had to explain why this guy's sticking his butt in people's faces. So, you know. Gotta let it go, man. Right. He's in. He's in. It's done. <laughs> very cool. Well, that's the Hall of Fame. It's obviously looking very good, very stacked. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, uh, just a couple days away from WrestleMania, we thought we'd give a little preview, um, mm-hmm. a little, you know, we'd yeah. give a little prediction. We'll run through each match, just explain what's going on, then we will each give our own predictions. We're going to see what happens in just five short days from WrestleMania 31. AJ and Page versus the Bella. AJ and Page versus the Bella Twins. 
you know, we're left with, is there going to be some real strong tension between AJ and Paige? Are they going to end up fighting each other instead of the Bellas? I think that it's not going to break them up. I think it'll be tricky. I think they're going to hold it out. My prediction is AJ and Paige top the Bellas at WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I agree. I think what we need to what we need to see here is AJ or Paige get a clean victory over the champion, mm-hmm. over Nikki Bella. They need to pin the champion, one, two, three, and that'll put them perfectly in the running for a title shot. Yes. Then one of them needs to take the title shot, take the title shot, win the match, get the belt, whichever one it is, AJ or Paige, I don't really care. Mm-hmm. I want to see these two go on a several-month-long program for mm-hmm. the title. AJ, Paige, back and forth. Get the Bella Twins out of the championship picture. Throw in Natalia. It's ridiculous. Throw in someone from NXT. Yep. Liven things Cameron, up a bit. Yeah, any, anything that they get. Let's get some serious competitors, because the Bellas, to me, are just kind of glamour models. I mean, yes. Nikki's got a pretty cool move, the rack attack. N- yeah. Nikki has gotten much better over the mm-hmm. past year, but she's still only good. Yeah, she's all right. She's kind of bugs me though you know i mean you don't see her doing nearly as many submission holds or yeah. or, or you know just, just close not much, line, the close lines are really weak not much like grappling at all yeah, exactly like, yeah. no mat wrestling right so hopefully we get a clean victory over the champion that'll work us into a title match for aj or page that'll lead to mm-hmm. you know a long like, now we can actually have a rivalry instead of a fake rivalry fingers crossed yeah and then the andre the giant battle royal so we've got uh 20 superstars mm-hmm. going in and uh this Second year of this title, they get a giant trophy. This is going to be probably the hardest one to predict just because of the amount of variables. What are you thinking? Uh, I, I, Mark Henry was looking real good when he Mark came Henry? in. Obviously, he was kind of taken out, you know, mm-hmm. on SmackDown. But, um, um, you know, I, Mark Henry came in and made his comeback the other day. And, you know, he's a former world champion. He's the mm-hmm. world's strongest man, you know, Olympic weightlifter. I mean, I think he looks pretty good. Yeah. I, I don't mean, see people getting him over the ropes. If if someone like Henry were to win, that would definitely uh, build up the prestige of this exactly, brand-new yeah. trophy a bit more. We had Cesaro, who won the title before he was established, and then he sort of faltered, and now he's back in the tag mm-hmm. division. He's the last winner. I uh, really thought he was going to get more of a push. So I, I, what I think we need is someone to win this match. Someone who's already established. Someone who's already established who they don't have to take a victory from this and then build on that. They can just establish mm-hmm. that this means something. That's definitely one of my stepping stone, like the Royal Rumble. One of my favorite outcomes. It's yeah. not necessarily on my top group of picks. I've got a couple things. Okay. Um, the least likely of my my three picks is Damien Mizdow. There's definitely, oh, there's definitely going that. to be a moment where Miz Dow, uh turns on Miz, Miz in Dow the match. Needs, that's, that, that's, that's what I want. I think he's going to eliminate Miz. That's, that's I my don't topic. think he's going to win, but he has a shot just because oh, of that storyline. He's got to win. Uh, he, they should totally have him win. He, I mean, he can, he, can, he can close the deal with, with, with Miz. You know, he can break that whole thing up, throw him out of the ring, mm-hmm. you know, quit and everything, and have that a whole storyline going, and then he can take the match. Not yeah. only would that kill off this cheesy rivalry he's had, mm-hmm. it would also give him some credibility for once because everyone yeah. knows he's worth it. Mm-hmm. You see him mimicking Miz, doing all those moves, you know. I mean, you can tell that he's a good worker, and he was when he was the intellectual savior of the masses. Mm-hmm. He was one of my favorites. And, you know, for him to um, win that match and get rid of Miz, or maybe win that match and Miz decides to hang on, mm-hmm. you know, wouldn't that be a great reversal? Now Miz is, like, beckoning to Damian Santos every call. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. Another prediction I have, uh, sort of on the Mark Henry path, mm-hmm. uh, clearly uh, not not nearly as established as Mark Henry, but Ryback. Mm. Ryback, I think, is, Ryback a, needs a, big victory, is you know? a pretty likely pick to take to, it. He used to be in the world title scene. Yeah. You know, he was in the he was in the conversation, and he's sort of fallen off. I mean, obviously, he was in the main event of Survivor Series, but, you know, Ryback's great. He's yeah. great in the ring. The shell shock is a cool move. 
my yeah, my that. big New life dark history. horse pick at mm. the WrestleMania Access show. There will be an NXT four man tournament between oh. Finn Balor, Hideo Itami, Tyler Breeze, and Adrian Neville. Winner gets oh, to boy. go in. Yep. Here a- we go. Adrian Neville wins the four man tournament. Mm-hmm. Adrian Neville is in the twenty man battle royale. That's his main roster send debut. It, send Perhaps. Him right up. They, that's their big send up. Instead of giving it to established guy, they establish someone with this, and Adrian Neville goes on top. Is my underdog prediction. Yeah, we don't have a lot of cruiserweights. You know, we don't have a lot of people doing high, mo- high, high you know, fast and, and high flips and stuff like Adrian Neville does. So, they get an, an aerial assault kind of guy in, in, you know, back up in WWE in the mm-hmm. uh, maybe in the Intercontinental or the the United States title mm-hmm. scene for a while. There. I can see that I see belt around Neville right now, and mm-hmm. it looks great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's actually an interesting choice. I would definitely um I like to see Miz win it. I think the Adrian Neville thing's a good idea too though. So yeah. those 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 are my picks. Okay. We've got one, the in- one, one thing I want to address though with this battle and we're moving into the ladder match now, right? Mm-hmm. So you've got who's so you got Goldust is in the battle royal. Yes. You got Stardust in the ladder. What happened to their rivalry? Why are they split? I, nothing happened. Is the is the problem? Why do we have two Goldusts now? We talked about this. They're supposed to they're supposed to use Stardust, split from Goldust. Goldust goes away. Stardust is new Goldust. Hey, hey, Vince McMahon, why aren't you listening to our podcast? Look, they pulled we told out you, halfway through. We told you exactly what to do. We gave you the correct instructions Jesus. on how to make this work. Why yeah. aren't you listening? And now we got two guys with the same gimmick. It's pointless. <laughs> it's like I, I tried. They, they got halfway there and then they just stopped. Adrian, I tried. I, I told Vince exactly what to do. It's not my fault if he's not listening. I'm <laughs> doing what call Triple H. <laughs> I'm doing what I can over here. Okay. All right. So ladder match. Who do you think is going to win this one? Well, big, big, huge match. Big names. If if I got to pick one name and I have to stick with it, Daniel Bryan. I can see that. Daniel Bryan. I can see that he he deserves it. After, I think. I think at this point, him after his WrestleMania victory, it's clearly between Ambrose, Ziggler, and Bryan. Uh, after the amount of matches Barrett has lost, right? As m- they like to keep the belt on the person for a big match, but Barrett's lost too many matches for this win to mean anything. Yeah. Ambrose, Ziggler, Bryan. I think they're going to put the belt on Daniel Bryan as a sort of consolation prize to them stripping him from the the top yeah. belt. And then he's going to elevate this mid-card belt, well, and it's going to mean something. That's the whole point of this match, really, is to elevate this belt. Mm-hmm. And you got Ambrose and Ziggler, big names. Yeah. Not as big as Brian, though. Not former world heavyweight champions. So, you know, if the point is to elevate the belt, I think put it on Brian is probably, you know, why why, why only partially, mm-hmm. you know, why only give it to someone, a star who's only, who's not quite there, you know? Yeah, it's the safe decision, but it's also the best decision, in my opinion. Yeah, and, you know, it's, it's, it's it would give the fans what they want. Yeah. Because Daniel Bryan's the most popular wrestler there is. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's just sad that he's not getting a, well, that he had to kind of back off a little bit. And, um, you know, this is a real chance for, I think, for them to bring him back, and he'll be a big draw. Yeah. Yeah. So now we're getting into the big singles matches. John Cena, Rusev, U.S. title. I have no idea what's going to happen here. I can uh, see them giving the title to Cena. I can see them ending Rusev's winning streak at WrestleMania. be the perfect time for mm-hmm. it. Why end it on Raw? Why end it on you know, any other extreme rules? Mm-hmm. Might be a good spot for it, maybe. But WrestleMania would be a great time to finally see Rusev lose and have to just sit there in the ring and be like, I think next to Lesnar Reigns is the biggest question mark on the card. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to put a gun to my head and make me choose right now, I think we're going to see a similar thing to Daniel Bryan, and we're going to give Cena the U.S. belt, mm-hmm. even though the past couple weeks, you know, yep. like last month, I said it would never happen. Yeah. I, I, now I'm, I, yeah. I've turned. I think they're going to give it to Cena and elevate that belt. We're going to have the two biggest stars in the company have mm-hmm. the mid-card belts. You have, you have two mid-card, what used to be very prestigious, very sought-after and coveted mid-card Championships in the United States and the Intercontinental. I mean, all the stars from WWF have been. Oh yeah, Intercontinental, The Rock. You know, 
uh, Shawn Michaels, Triple H, just to name a few, mm-hmm. and and in the United States champion, you, you know, you had a lot of guys from WCW that were U.S. champion. You know, I think Goldberg even held it at one point. I think so. And and so you know, you have a, they have a real chance right here to reestablish these belts. I mean, if Cena loses it to Rusev the next week or so, that's fine. You know, sure. As long as you have Cena and take that belt, and, and it'll 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 then Rusev will have to beat him again, and to, you know what I mean? It'll, mm-hmm. it'll establish more credibility. The, the rivalry will not end for with Cena winning. For both of these matches, I mean, the chance to, to to elevate these belts back to where they deserve to be, I think you have to have Cena win the United States, and you have to have Brian win the IC. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, I just think the Cena-Rusev match is going to be brutal. Is that your official pick, then? Can't, I, leave, can't leave this podcast before you have an uh, official pick. I yeah. mean, what I want to see is Cena versus Rusev, but, you know, honestly... It kind of feels like Rusev might take it. All right. It kind of feels like he might take it after Raw, after that whole thing. But That's good. We have to disagree on one of them. Cena coming back, though? One of I us mean, has to be wrong. I just think it's too good to be true to have John Cena with the U.S. title. How cool would that be, <laughs> you know? Once again, mm-hmm. maybe make it spin some more. Mm, yeah, yeah, maybe we can modify it. <laughs> so after that, we've got Randy Orton, Seth Rollins. going to be brutal. And this I should think, be a no-DQ match. And I, I think, think that if it gets violent, the ref won't call the bell. I think I might be changing my opinion. I know I hadn't told you, uh, Podcast Universe, what my thoughts were before, but I was pretty sure that they were going to give it to Rollins to elevate him. I don't, the way they've been booking it recently, though, I think they might give it to Orton and then build this rivalry up over the next couple pay-per-views mm-hmm. and have Rollins will win the war, but I think Orton is going to win this battle. I think, well, at the same time, you know... Uh, we have pretty much all these matches are begging for clean victories. You know, I mean, we said AJ Page got to win that one clean. Battle Royale is obviously going to be clean. Yeah. IC title, that's pretty much decided mm-hmm. based on what they, who climbs the ladder. Cena versus Rusev, everybody, that's got to be a clean match. Mm-hmm. That's got to end. I mean, Lane is gone. Neither of them have really anyone to interfere or to cause DQ or anything like that. Orton versus Rollins, that could be the dusty finish that we're looking for here. Yeah. That Definitely. could be that could be Rollins cheating, J and J security screwing over Orton. Mm-hmm. Orton was screwed at WrestleMania. He's gonna have so much more fire to come yeah. back at Rollins at Extreme Rules, which is when they're gonna have like their slobber knocker mm-hmm. street fight with the blood and the chairs and all that. Maybe we get a yeah. when the ref's not looking, we get a briefcase shot to Orton. Exactly. Yeah. And then Orton wants an Extreme Rules match with no DQ so that he can try and use that briefcase exactly. as a weapon. Exactly. That's I think that's the one I I think that the ending fans aren't gonna like, but in the long run will further yeah. the storyline in a pretty good way. I've got I've got no qualms with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so here's the big mystery. Bray Wyatt has called out the Undertaker. Undertaker seems to have responded. How is this going to go? Undertaker has not been in the ring for a year. I don't think they can have the Undertaker lose two WrestleMania matches in a row. I can't. Yeah, I can't. I don't think that. they can. I don't think they will. What needs to happen is Undertaker needs to win, but. Bray Wyatt needs to look like a monster. Right. Because he had a great build going last year, and then his WrestleMania match with Cena happened. He had another... He had some good matches after that, but he just looked insignificant. He looked slow. Yeah. He he just completely fell off of all of his momentum. We need him to look absolutely monstrous right. here but this, he needs to fall to Undertaker this will be a good this, and it'll be a good clash you know the Undertaker's real old and established and, and you know probably one of the greatest wrestlers of all time I think you know 20 years from now they're probably going to say mm-hmm. that about Taker With, without a doubt the single greatest wrestling gimmick of all time oh yeah easily and now you got Bray Wyatt who's a young guy so you know Undertaker is not going to be carrying this match Wyatt will be carrying this match he's got to look real quick he's got to look real youthful and young and as if he could go on and do this every night mm-hmm. and um you know, I think that he, they can do that without giving Undertaker the loss. Yeah. I think Undertaker can win this match, put Bray Wyatt over, still still win. 
but may, I don't know what would go on because it's not so much about the match it's about the storyline you know mm-hmm. summoning the dead the new face of fear you know I mean if, if Undertaker beats Wyatt Wyatt's going to want revenge yeah and is he going to get it Undertaker's not really going to I don't think going to wrestle again after this match I don't know because uh, I'm going to use this as a segue through the next match there isn't a person who doesn't or hasn't ever wanted to see Undertaker sting no, <laughs> I've, whether you know it or not, everyone does want that. And yes. while they're both they're both older guys, they still can perform. Obviously, not on a regular basis, but mm-hmm. WWE has to know how badly that match is wanted. And if they decide that is that could be how you retire both Undertaker and Sting. Taker versus Sting. If you if you save that for next year, mm-hmm. and I. I don't know if you have a clean victory over that if you have a draw because both of them are so legendary, but if you have an Undertaker-Sting match and you retire both of them after that, that would be something that we would never forget. Right. Yeah, that would be awesome. You know, gotta 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 hope that they'll do that, but these two guys are real old. I mean, Taker was in the hospital three days after his last WrestleMania match. I wonder what kind of shape he's in. It seems like, we've seen some photos on Twitter. I mean, obviously, after the WrestleMania match, did you see that there's this one picture of Undertaker someone found on Instagram? where he's just sitting at the airport and he just looks like a decrepit old man. Seen some more photos. He looks like he's been working out and he's getting bigger. So I think I think he's going to be in pretty good shape. Mm-hmm. He's had a whole year to prepare. Um, I don't know. I guess I guess I, I really would just like to see Undertaker just decimate Bray Wyatt and shut him the hell up. I'm sick of Bray Wyatt. Oh, <laughs> uh, but he's, such, he's one of the best talkers we have on the <sighs> roster. I mean, I, yeah, he's good. I just hate him. I guess he'd love to hate him. I see. That's, that's his job. I guess he's, he's doing it right. He's got to get that tombstone pile driver. Maybe, knock, knock a screw maybe a couple times. Knock a couple more screws loose, I suppose. <laughs> He's kind of a nut. So, yeah, bringing it um, down to, to one of the biggest matches, I think, probably overshadowing, I think, a little bit Lesnar and Reigns. Oh, 100%. Yeah, the icon versus the game. Baseball bat versus sledgehammer. Sting versus Triple H. And this is going to be a brutal match. These guys are not trying to win. They have no reason to beat each other. It's not a notch. They're both so well established. They just want to fight. They are just trying to hurt each other. They're just trying to hurt each other. Shut the other guy up. And after you did everything you could, WWE, to get Sting over here, you cannot have him lose. His his first match, perhaps his only, or his only of a very few you cannot have him if lose. Sting loses. People are everyone. People are gonna stop watching it in in droves. My prediction: uh, we're gonna have a classic WCW moment. All of the authority is gonna come out. Sting is going to go back to his trademark old ways. He's gonna clear the ring with that baseball yep, bat. Yep. He's been that. known for clearing out the ring with like tens of people. And then it's gonna Just come down to Triple H. Triple H is gonna go for a pedigree. Sting comes out of it. Scorpion Death Drop. One two three. Scorpion Death Drop. Boom. I mean, great move. I mean, it's it's a reverse DDT. It is what it is, but mm-hmm. the way he does it just drops it out of nowhere. Yeah. Grabs him by the hair, stares in their face, and then just drops him on their back. Um, you know, I can see Stink sustaining a pedigree. Sure. Kicking out. Sure. You know, Triple H would be shocked, but we've seen it before. Mm-hmm. It's not a, a perfect move like the like some other moves. Mm-hmm. Don't Gold Stunner comes to mind. I don't think Ooh. anyone's ever kicked out of that one. But Sting versus Triple H, honestly, if I had to pick a, an opponent for Sting when he debuted, I don't think I would have picked Triple H. No, but if I think he can still definitely handle it. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, I think Triple H was obviously a good choice. Um, no, um, but um, you know, I'd like to see Sting go up against someone like Stone Cold Steve Austin or The Rock or somebody like that. Yeah, but we don't uh, we don't have them at the moment, so 
Hey, I you know while I'm holding up this Sting Undertaker dream, we we still have Sting. We don't know that he's done after one match. There's there's plenty of time to uh, dream book those matches as well. Okay, well, hopefully after this match, Sting can go on to face a bunch of other people. You know, hopefully he'll we'll see him again a couple times. Um, I think the match is going to be great though. Uh, Triple H versus Sting. What more can you say? And so the main event, Lesnar versus Reigns, and we've Lesner. already said so much about this. Now, before we get into our official prediction, I am going to say, just about a half hour ago, it was announced that Lesnar has re-signed with WWE. When he did not have a contract extension, I thought it was Reigns, hands down. Lesnar sticking around, that puts a big, cush- I big question mark. I love the new Lesnar. He is unstoppable. Before, he was kind of like new, he wasn't so established, it was kind of annoying that he was winning, beating The Rock, and mm-hmm. SummerSlam, and all that stuff. But the new Lesnar, I mean, uh, he, I, I believe it finally. Oh, yeah. He is unstoppable. The Beast Incarnate is such I a true see name. I want to vanquish Roman Reigns. I do, with this contract extension, think that Lesnar will win or, and what I might be leaning towards, maybe Reigns is about to win. Mr. Money in the Bank comes out, steals the match from Reigns, yeah, and tries... Money in the Bank briefcase is still there. Gets it over Lesnar, maybe... Because I think we can work something together with the three of these on and off mm-hmm. fighting. Yeah, Lesnar, Reigns, um, yeah, yeah, two powerhouses, obviously. Very, very strong wrestlers, very quick wrestlers. I'm just going to give it to, to Lesnar because mm-hmm. I, I don't think Roman Reigns can do quite the mat work. Not yet. Never seen him do a submission hold ever. Um, I think Lesnar will easily make him tap with a Kamora lock. Maybe. Or maybe he'll just... Uh, F5 the crap out of him. 16 German suplexes. 16? I heard he's going to call for 17. Oh, man. <laughs> Great. Well, WrestleMania 31. Um, where's from California? Santa, Santa Clara? Uh, yeah, I think so. From California. It's going to emanate from California um, this coming Sunday. So This has been a longer episode, but boy. Yep. Well, we're doing a prediction. We, so we, we went pretty in-depth. Mm-hmm. Hope that coverage is good for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, like you said, you know, it's going to be a big match. Lesnar, Reigns, Stingers, Triple H. Those are some of the top ones. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania is just a few days away, so mm-hmm. we'll see you back after to give you our recap. Yeah. We'll and, see you uh, in a week, see if our predictions are right, see what you thought. All right, have a good night, Chippewas. Bring Masters.